There is a fifth dimension. A dimension of sound. Damn it, Frank! We tell him to be quiet. I spill my hot cup of Uranus again. A dimension of sight. Hey, Arch. I'm gonna sock you in the puss. A dimension of mind. Nan Adams, is that you? Ah! Ah! Next stop, the Twilight Zone. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fifth Dimension Twilight Zone podcast. I am uh, your non-waving host who likes other people to wave because I demand it for a price. Uh, we're, of course, here to talk the Twilight Zone, the Fifth Dimension podcast. Uh, Ross Stanley's favorite podcast, if you were still alive, even though he probably hate that we rank his videos or his movies or his TV episodes, whatever you want to call it. So we'll just go with that. Uh, we're back to talk a new episode. One, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. We'll see how you guys feel about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a interesting one. I've seen. I remember it when I watched it, but I didn't remember it before. So yeah. As always, Anchor, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podcast, Audio Google Boom. Play, Audio Comes to your anus. You know the usual places that you can find our audio feeds that you can rank and subscribe because you know you want to. Audio Boom. Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> Did he disappear? He like disappeared in the process. He exploded to no, disappear. He went meow and uh he disappeared. So, anyways, I spent here. Ah, ah, <laughs> for my next trick, I will crawl out of the back end of a hippo. <laughs> Triv is Einhorn. Einhorn is Triv. Triv you know is what? a cord. I'm a cassuary. Is a cashew. It's a cashew. Yeah. Yep, with a top hat. So yeah, how you guys doing? I'm here with Jake. I'm here with Triv, my new co-host. But actually, my uh, they might be leaving because they like pineapple and ham on pizza. It's like that. Damn straight. Had that tonight. Had Hawaiian pizza so, tonight. Ooh, yummy. You guys disgusted. No, 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 no. I'm looking. I'm actually. No, I'm actually selling for. I'm. I'm looking for a new co-host that will pay me. Um. So they because these co-hosts need to leave because they're disgusting people. They. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring. You, Jacob, you, Triv, and Dan into a room, and I'm going to show you a, a bomb going off so that you guys can't leave, so you can never order pineapple pizza again. Wait How a minute, that, 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 that doesn't work. Why? Because it's a weird, Why? faulty plot device thing. Because we said so. But I mean, that's right. It we'll might fall apart. We'll have pineapple pizza. We don't care yes. for the world's ending. Exactly. <laughs> I will have pineapple apart. pizza, be... and I will love it. Well, I mean, it might fall apart and I end up in like a cafe eating pineapple pizza or something like that. So, hey, well, I mean, he came over to our side. That's you'll good. You'll end up crying right outside your front door and all you see is like SpongeBob's house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The things we do for yeah. things I will not do for pineapple pizza. So good. Fucking disgusting individuals. Agreed. Disgusted. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, how the hell are you guys? How's life? Are you good? Yeah. Everything good? Dangerous. And danger. Freaking tastic, I guess. Better than uh, this guy. Which guy? Thing, that guy. That guy. The guy with the thing? The, the, the place? thing. Yeah. The, the thing and the stuff. The, 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 the guy that puts the uh, con in, in Tycoon. Uh, so, anyways, I don't know where this is going, but I like it. I like Yay. it a lot. That's what she I said. I should have drank like Triv. I should have drank like Triv. It would make more sense. Is this I one of those things with a- like. <laughs> when Triv gets drunk, like we we have to be drunk like Triv to understand what she's saying. I think I've been pretty straightforward. 
Is it like a Doctor Who universe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where's my damn note. TARDIS? Uh, I, why, do you, why do you have to say that about people? You know that's wrong. You don't call them TARDIS, Triv. I will call, call everybody. I got your TARDIS. retardis right here. <laughs> no, I'm just looking for a TARDIS, not a retardis. That would be wrong and rude. Yeah, we've officially been divided. Give, give me my damn phone box. Your box? My phone box. Your box. They have a tribute in your box. That's something I can't comment on. Special TARDIS. That's something I can't comment on my box, so. There you go. Uh, just a quick note uh, for all you people out there and for all you people out there in the fifth dimension who listen to us. Thank you, as I always say. Uh, next week, this will make you aware now. I'm going to say it now before you know, because before you stop watching or listening. Uh, Triv, you will not be here. So nope. we want to wish you well as you transition into your period, your corn period. As you uh, can be a piece of corn. Well, the corn. There's yeah. no way I no, can no. say that without without being weird. <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, it'll probably you're be making it sound good. weird saying that I'm transitioning because I'm not transitioning. You're transitioning <laughs> to an ear cord. I was just waiting to see where this went. <laughs> it, it goes nowhere, like our podcast. Jay, no, you know this, uh, just uh, I'm okay, like it's just, going somewhere. <laughs> just to be clear, there is no transitioning happening. I'm just off for a week, so yeah, she'll be back as Mr. Trivial theater. Well, you know, <laughs> I was just being nice. I'm like, she's transitioning I to. I appreciate it, but I just don't want people to get the wrong idea. There's no actual transitioning. <laughs> oh fuck, that just um, sounds bad. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, uh, just to give you guys. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, I am. <laughs> I'm losing. I can't win. <laughs> you know what podcast you're on, so you know you can't win. Oh, Jesus. We're with you, Triff. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a real clusterfuck, isn't it? <laughs> that was a transition. What do you oh, think of that? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's a hell of a transition. Oh, man. Well, Glad you guys uh, talked long enough for me to look that up. and <laughs> Right. <laughs> Triff, we support you. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, I've spent enough time amongst the corn. I think it's time I become one of them. <laughs> Child of the corn. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Oh, oh fuck. Shit. So, Triv, we'll see you in a week from this video or two weeks from this video. I don't I don't do math very well. So, we'll, 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 yeah, we should just have that up as just for the. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's just, what I'm becoming. I'm becoming a bird. Use AI. See if you can like feed her voice into AI and see if it can. <laughs> can we get like a, a, a triv bot? I'm sure you can. I have friends right, that could right. do that. I can't outrightly, but oh god. Do we okay. want to put that much effort? <laughs> yeah, there will. There will see triv. There will be no effort when you're gone. We'll, we'll have no effort for this video. We'll just be uh, us talking about. I have about... faith in you. I have yeah. faith in you. No faith in me. We have to talk about dead man's shoes. There's no faith. Oh, come on. Uh, it's not so that bad of an episode. Oh, I, don't, like... I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like... All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> ah, shortest episode in Twilight Zone history. It sucked. Still better than Perchance to Dream. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll do some rearranging of the list. How about that? Trim won't be there for it to influence us on the list, so we'll we'll move things, Jacob, I promise. Ooh, uh, never know. I know somebody who can come on in her place. Besides you know. Jeff? Damn it. She beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> we can just do this.
<laughs> so Jeff, what did you think about that ranking? Blink once for yes, and twice, twice for, for no. no. <laughs> so Jacob will be in the other window, and the uh, Jeff will be in the other. Yeah, uh, two versions of Zoom open. So let's talk about this okay episode, which is uh, you know season three, episode seventeen, called "One More Paul Bearer." Uh, this episode is once again directed by Lamont Johnson. His second episode in two weeks, uh, written by Rod Sterling. Production code forty eight twenty three. Uh, air date January twelfth, nineteen sixty two. Uh, this episode stars Catherine Squire, Travis Bardet, Gage Clark, and Doctor No. Woo! Did you guys know that? Doctor No's in this episode. I didn't. I didn't know Doctor No was in this. The guy that plays Paul is Doctor No. Is Octopussy in it? Uh, no, no, legit. It's Doctor No. Doctor No is Joseph Wiseman. Einhorn is Finkel. Now Finkel, I know. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn, Finkel, Finkel, yeah. Einhorn. Man, I figured you guys as being big Bond film Bond fans, you would know this. I'm not a Bond on, fan. People. I've not, I've not seen like three quarters of those damn movies. I'm a Bond fan, I, but I wouldn't say I'm like a Bond connoisseur. I'm a casual Bond fan. Maybe a little bit it's more okay. casual, but not like, oh yeah, you remember this specific one. Hell, I can't remember the episode we talked about last week, much less the James Bond movie I watched 20 years ago. Well, in, uh, was it Remember the one where he gets smacked in the balls by a rope? <laughs> Some call that Casino Royale. I call it yeah. James Bond 007 smacked in the balls of the rope. <laughs> Double, oh! Uh, no, but, um, yeah, it's before he, uh, got punched in the face by Indiana Jones. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I did the whole entire run-through of, uh, the James Bond series, and then they push back No Time to Die, and I never finished the series after <laughs> Live and Let Die. Or Everybody, that was so many people on YouTube. I was so happy I didn't do that. I had I saw all these people in like 2017. They were like working up to No Time to Die or whatever it was called, and they were like doing one every week, and then it got delayed. I guess it wasn't 2017. What was it 2019? No, it was 2020. 2020 was, it 2020? was supposed to come out. It was like 2020 to 2021. I started doing every single Bond film. And then I got I got all the way up to the last of the Roger Moore films. Oh, it's gonna be pushed back. I'm like son of a bitch. So I put off the rest of the videos. And then I was getting ready to do them again. And then it got pushed back again. <laughs> and then at some point I just said I'm not finishing these anymore. And then so you I saw never the movie them. and said this isn't worth it. <laughs> Dude, that don't get me started on No Time to Die. Please don't get me started on that shit. There's plenty of time. It to made die. Nick want to die. Plenty of time to yeah, die. Robbie Malik yeah, Robbie Malik wanted me to throw myself off a cliff with that movie. Hell of a thing to have uh, happen. It's a very divisive yeah, fucking movie. Sucks. Can't very say divisive. I care one way or the other. I all I know is the divisive stuff doesn't bother me. It's the rest of the stuff. So it's the non-divisive yeah. stuff that gets you. Uh, yes, the, especially that film. But anyways, let's talk about Doctor No's film. One more Paul Bear or his episode. I remember this episode very well after watching it because I've seen this a bunch of times. But as Triv, I think Jacob has alluded to before. The title of an episode doesn't necessarily make you remember the episode. Oh, so, absolutely not. Jacob, I can probably guess where you're going to say, but I'll ask you anyways. Do you remember this episode after watching it, at least? Or do you not well, remember this episode? Actually, Nick, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> at all. I'm starting to think Gasp, I didn't watch all the pilots and that episode. <laughs> I think it was like maybe it's, like, almost, it's almost like you just wanted to come on our podcast, yeah, Jacob. So you have never seen the Twilight. I'm just kidding. I, I think maybe like there was like a vague recollection of something like this, of the whole bunker thing and all that. But like, I didn't know where it was going. I was getting some mad uh, 
matinee vibes. I thought maybe we were going that direction, but yeah. no, it, it didn't didn't really go there. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't I, do you think this is what happened to Percival Smithers? <laughs> he became, he became this guy. Yes, this is yeah. Percival Hopefully. Smithers. Uh, Triv, about, same with you. Right? <laughs> do you remember this episode well after watching it, or have you seen uh, you remember this episode? After watching it, yes. Um, I've I've seen it on the marathon a couple of times. It didn't really stand out. Like I, I knew where it was going when it started because I remember it, but it wasn't. I don't know. Like not by name, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, let me ask you guys this question, and we're we're eighty some episodes in already of this podcast. Does it bother? And this happens with a lot of TV shows. Does it bother you when they name something like this this, and then it becomes like a story about a guy who's being confronted by people of his past? And like, like, wouldn't it be better to serve to have a, a title that makes sense? Like some of these titles for these episodes are like, are they were they just bored and like he, he talks about Paul Bear, so let's just do one more Paul Bear as the title. I mean, like it just, well, I feel like it. No. I don't know. I like. No. I kind of like it because I feel think like about this. Oh, you kind of get to like put the pieces together and say, oh, that's what the name means. Like if they were too literal with the names or like straightforward, they'd be like Lifetime movies. <laughs> oh my god, Lifetime movies are like you know woman has breast cancer and adopts a child and that's like the name of the movie and exactly what happens so i'm cool with them giving them interesting names that like don't always like it makes it harder in situations like this where i'm trying to remember them from 20 30 years ago i'm like what and uh but it's like afterwards you get to say oh okay i know what that i I get i get the meaning now they can get a little obscure sometimes but yeah i'm cool with it well look at look at like friends or list of it's always the one with yeah, exactly. It doesn't necessarily make it sense. It. Right, but that's with so many shows. You know, they just, it's something catchy. It's something that um, plays off of a well-known slogan or saying. it. They, they rarely, you know, Was that a thing with Twilight Zone? Like, did people always, was the naming conventions like? I don't think so. I don't think there was anything like said, specific. Like, with friends, it's like Nixon I just I just meant with. that the I I always I just meant that like the names don't necessarily reflect something specific about the episode. Yeah. I know it's like the one well, with well that right out the gate thing, they don't. But yeah, to be fair, to be fair, Triv, the going back to friends, it was always like the one with the ring, the one with you know this, one with that. It, like they were very talking about the episode. I think Seinfeld did that too, where they were you know like a mexican american day or the the bet so it was very specific to to the, that's the episode I, I, that's itself. just the only thing that came to mind for me like no 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 no. i'm not but saying I, wrong I understand. because there are yeah, yeah there are series that do that like and they're not very literal like 24 where it's like one o'clock to two o'clock or something like that it's just so i was just curious so like did it bother you at all with this series i've been watching because my wife loves it and she requested i watch sons of anarchy with her recently oh um, nice I never watched it. I get it. I've seen bits and pieces of it when she watched it before. But anyway, we've been watching it, and I've been looking at the names of those. Talk about obscure. Yeah, that's got some obscure-ass, like, even afterwards, I'm like, I don't know what the hell that title means. <laughs> so. Yeah, Law said that, too. Maybe it's like, in I'm the like, same line as uh, Twilight Zone. Walking Dead kind of did that as well. I will say, Twilight Zone, though, does, when the episode's over, after you've seen it, you get it. You're like, okay, I get that. I get that title now. Um, and a lot of yeah, them are yeah. probably named off of things like if the, if it's based off of a book or a short story or whatever. Yeah, like the Shakespeare. There is something, or like... Yeah, there's some there's some recollection back to that as well, whether it be like an outright taking of that title or variation on it or whatever it might be. So yeah. Plus, you're talking the '60s, and I think things were just named to kind of give them a name. Not that there wasn't, you know, 
cheekiness to them, but I don't think it's in the same way that you get a lot today. They named kids Percival. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Or uh Colonel. Like every yeah. like I love all the military people who go by their like military rank in Twilight Zone episodes. It's mm-hmm. always like Colonel or Sergeant. My grandfather was like that. Oh, I oh yeah. Colonel in the Air Force. And he liked being called Colonel. I don't know if he liked everybody called him Colonel. I don't think he had been in the uh the the Air Force in like decades at that point, but still they called him Colonel. Maybe maybe he got him uh you know, a lot of sex because you know, women love military men, so well, my um my uncle was or is um a chiropractor and they still call him he's been retired for a couple of years, they still call him Doc. I went to school as long as you gotta go to school to get a PhD. Everybody's calling me doctor. But a chiropractor is not technically like a doc. It's a doctor of chiropractics. Oh yeah, but it's not technically true. It's a different kind of thing. It's. I mean, I've been doing movie important more movie important for almost five years. So I'm waiting for people to start calling me Memp, but nobody will do it. Emporium. Yeah. Memp Memp Emporium. Call you. (laughs) I saw. I saw you. I saw you. I saw you fake lies on reviews. That's what I do. Uh shit. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyways, with that said, uh, this episode is not very good. I'm gonna be fairly honest. It's it, it makes me just hate sometimes the Twilight Zone just on the simple fact that uh, when they when they I understand what they're doing in this episode, but this character Paul has no. He's like the character in Escape Clause. The dude has no redeeming values, and I I feel like the ending is a little. It, it's weird. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I just I don't really care for this episode at all. Um, it has nothing to do with where I've seen it in rankings and stuff like that. I just don't. It, it feels like it could have been really cool if it had been played differently or just not at all. And I don't know. It would be really cool think? if they just didn't do it at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I like, don't know. I like you guys like going it. with it. Um, but I'll I'll give you that the end. It's the like the it's like the thing. three ghosts from Scrooge or something like that. Yeah, and it it definitely falls down. I think it was within reason. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's, you know, Oscar winning Benny Stretch. I think it had moments of strength. Yeah. But yeah, that ending just, I killed it. You know, it's, if it had been left where it was and let it do its thing and end there, I think it would have been okay. But then they pull like that second switch and almost a third switch. And yeah, it's like yeah, a double it just, triple. Yeah, it just didn't, it, it, it lessened. It's like when, in um which one was it the new i was talking about it on another podcast the other night but there was a guy that mentioned the new um or the the more the remake of nightmare on elm street with uh jackie earl haley yeah yeah like where he's where he's like oh he's a pedophile oh he's not a pedophile oh wait never mind he's a pedophile had they had he been innocent burned and then came back for revenge spoilers it would have been something different, something that set it apart, something unique. Even if it didn't work out exactly right, it still would have been something unique. They lost their nerve or whatever happened halfway through and said, oh, we can't do that. They, If they had think, left it as is, I think it would have had at least something to go on. I think they tried to get a little too complicated with this ending. But, I mean, we'll talk about it, but I think that it, it could have been I think I know why they did much it. simpler. What's that? I think I know why they did it. We'll get we'll get. Oh, there. I'm sure. Don't agree I'm sure, with it. Yeah, but I think I know why they did. Right, right. But um, I mean, I I don't know. It's the performances aren't bad. I think they all do a pretty good job. And like I said earlier, uh, Joseph Wiseman, of course, played Doctor No in the Doctor No film, the first uh, Bond film to ever release. 
And I think I think he represents a lot of uh, a lot of people who are, are not kind people who do things that will ruin a lot of people's lives and they have like the three ghost effect from like you know Charles Dickens Scrooge come back and talk about like his um his things that he's done and how he he just doesn't understand his his plight and what he's done to people it, it, it very much is that type of story it's interesting to see that story play out but I think once again I think what they were introducing us to is much more interesting than how it plays out. And I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very wonky, uneven episode. So, but I, I, I do got to ask, I know we're getting into the story beats, but why the hell did these people go there? It's a good question. W- weren't they like threatened or something like that? Or well, one of them kind of alludes to that. And maybe I missed it. I mean, it I'm was, like... it was a case of it being heavily insisted upon. Now, whether that means threatening or whether that means, we would very much like for you to come join us. Like, it's not like they were bribed with money or, or, but I also don't think they were, their lives were threatened. I think it was just like a, it is in your best interest to come with me kind of a deal. I just don't know why the, these people would have come, but whatever. It's a good question. And certainly one that, and did they know that they were going to meet him? Yeah. that, that That's one of those things like, you it's know, in his building. 10 minutes. But yeah. would they have known when they left to go there? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe they thought they got visited by uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, and he offered them a chance to, you know, battle aliens or something like that. So they went down there to take a test, and uh, you know, maybe they, <laughs> maybe they were maybe they were going to uh, battle Vincent D'Onofrio or something. I don't know. I will say I really enjoyed the fact his last name was Raiden, and at one point, like there's talk oh, of, for like a room full of mirrors with all kinds of Raidens, and I'm just like. Oh, that would be so cool. I was waiting for him. I'm just waiting for Jacob to go. I don't want to. I was waiting for Jacob to go. Mortal Kombat. (laughs) May I I insert that? Uh, No, no, Jake, I was alluding to Men in Black, by the way. I saw your face. I didn't know if you get the joke. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Vincent DeRoffer. I don't ever think of him in that movie, but yeah, he was the. No, he's like the best part about that movie. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Edgar. Yeah, Edgar. Yeah. Water, water, and sugar. Wow. More, more sugar. More sugar. <laughs> Is this better? Yeah. We should just talk about Men in Black instead of this episode. I think that would be no, great. No, we have to what we have to talk about this episode. See, Jacob, since Triv's not gonna be on next week, we can talk about whatever. Oh hell, Can't you can us. talk about I'm I'm not even gonna be at a place where I'm gonna give a shit. So you guys can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Isn't that you every week, Triv? You have to come yeah. on with us two idiots. I like to think uh, of myself it. as quite a dumbass myself, but that's me. I mean, once you give me your theater trip, be all right. No, look, we had this discussion <laughs> over my dead anyway, body. Anyway, body. There you go. Not that I should uh, say that before next week, but still. I got dark. It was it's been dark. that kind of week. There's nothing <laughs> Not... in dark, Jacob. Anyways, let's talk about this episode, even though we don't have to, Jacob. Get on with it. This episode opens up with Paul. It Raiden. has begun. <laughs> Mortal he's played Kombat. by he's played by uh christopher lambert or james remar if you want to go the the shitty route Harry, uh, or whatever's yeah right <laughs> it's an episode that takes place mostly in one location so i figured jacob would love this episode but you know jacob this is like the second episode in a row that takes place in one location that yeah. may that may not be your favorite may may uh, not i may love it <laughs> that's right yeah who knows what lies like in the, the heart twilight of zone lies in the heart of me 
I know. You should have had the shadow come across your face as you said that. I don't know. I got all these fucking bright ass lights on me. I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> but he has he has a guy down there who set up a, a a video screen to simulate a bomb going off in the New York City, I think, or wherever, whichever city he's in. And uh, he introduces uh, us to three individuals who are people from his past, or I guess a priest, a teacher, and a military man. Welcome to a bar. It, exactly. Yeah. The fourth one ducks. <laughs> it goes quack, quack, quack. <laughs> at, the, at some point, they come in and they start talking. But before that, the opening narration happens. Uh, Jacob, have at it. What you have just looked at, by the way, I wanted to say before I get into that, I really like, I did, regardless of what we say about this episode, good or bad, I really like the transition to Rod coming on. How it like goes down and like the elevator opens and he's just there. That, oh, that cool. was pretty neat. That was kind yeah. of neat. Anyway. What you have just looked at takes place 300 feet underground, beneath the basement of a New York City skyscraper. It's owned and lived in by one Paul Raiden. Mr. Raiden is rich, eccentric, and single-minded. How rich, we can already perceive. How eccentric and single-minded, we shall see in a moment. Because all of you have just entered the Twilight Zone. Of sheer boredom. Ooh. Stush! Yeah. Paul, Paul Raiden. You know, Mortal Kombat, lightning and train out teleport. He's brought these three people down there. And basically, this episode is about how Paul Raiden's a terrible individual. He's made millions of dollars. Technically, off, I, guess, I mean, I don't know if it's actually off the suffering of people, but you can imagine with his character traits and his character arc that he uh, got his money by not being a very good person to people. Like I said, the three actors in this episode aren't bad. You can, You get some good stuff about how he's trying to basically make them grovel at his feet, but they are more strong-willed than that. You know, the teacher talks about, you know, how, uh, how he was a sibling kind of weasel. He like, pin, he like pinned the, his cheating on someone else. The military guy, the colonels talked about how Paul got basically uh, court-martialed. And I can't remember what the priest says. Does anybody remember? I actually forgot. Uh, I forgot he basically drove a young lady to commit suicide. Yeah, that's right. Oh really? Actually, I completely mis misread that then. Well, I and here's the thing: like they talk about like they, they talk about the first two, and then they kind of go away from that, and then they come back, and he kind of says, "Oh, I'm going to start with you, Pastor," and then it goes into the fact that he led on a young lady who, which led her to take her life. So this episode is like not only not great, but it's super fucking dark. Like this is this is like this guy should be on trial for murder and shit. Like what the? F- that was the like 60s why would these people fifties? The because that's how things rolled then. Yeah, but like why would they? Let's go back to Jacob's thought. Why the hell are these people down there? If this guy is so bad, why are they even like? I he must have like dirt on them or something like that, or you know he's I I don't it know. Could just be curiosity. Just the, I mean, like it could, but it also stuff, makes. Like, I, I don't understand why she, I mean, this kid was, what year, it was like grade school or something, right? It was high high school. She did Oh, did school. she say high school? But still, yeah. what, if I told any of my high school teachers to come to my building, they'd probably be like, no. <laughs> I don't see I why, they, maybe he paid them, I don't know. Well, but that makes this episode even more weird. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense, like, why are these people there? You know, like, did he like blackmail him? Like, it just—it's—it's it's one of those things. Like, I feel the, like the, the thing is, though, if he blackmailed yeah. them, why would they have? I mean, if it's a, if it's a random threat, like come with me or find out the consequences, kind of a deal. That's one thing. But I don't think 
but it, it, if they wouldn't have felt the ability to leave if like he had dirt on them i feel like this episode mm-hmm. makes no sense then like what like, like i don't get it i don't understand like it's basically just like once again the scrooge scenario where the christmas carol scenario where this guy is terrible individual though you know even ebenezer scrooge like is forgiven and he becomes a better person there's no there's no outcome of this episode that feels at all justifiable it just it's so weird like didn't the colonel or whatever didn't he like at least allude to something like they were they didn't have a choice or something like that i mean he kind of said they were they were there's either heavily persuaded or like yeah yeah like he called them and said do you know who i am (laughs) 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 you know it might have been it might have been something too with them where being that they're all in positions of not not necessarily not so much the colonel i guess but like the other two like you want to see improvement you want to see like the the pastor especially but the teacher too you want to see improvement in people you know it's oh well he was a real piece of shit back in the day but maybe he's improved maybe there was something in that respect like there was some kind of a i don't know like a like a oh well let's see if he's changed or maybe i can but he's you know, such a change his heart. public figure i would imagine because he's like a billionaire or whatever and his own building and all that they probably far aware and i'm not saying that i i'm just saying that that might be the case maybe like public face versus private face maybe there's something there i don't know like there's that hope against hope look at how many terrible relationships continue on and i know that's relationships versus like you you know the teacher you haven't seen in 20 years but i don't know i i'm I'm trying to think outside the box with this i I feel like this episode is like beating over the face about be a better person be a better human being but it doesn't like, really hit that, though. It doesn't. Well, even that's hit the, that's that. my point. Like, it, it, that's what I feel like it's trying to do. But it also is trying to say, oh, well, you can't be, you can't be flawed in any form or fashion. But they take it to such an extreme where they're like, don't, don't have a woman commit suicide. Don't, you know, dishonorable, dishonor your military, or you know, don't, you know, be an asshole in school. It's like. Well, I don't yeah, think the morals I mean, go that far, though. I mean, I would say, if nothing else, but that's it goes. Yeah, it goes but that's to what show, it's trying I mean, to do. Well, I don't know if it does, though. I mean, it, it does kind of take you on the Scrooge scenario. I'm not going to lie; that that is kind of the way it goes. But it's also showing that even given, it's like a woman that go, you know, that that has that kind of shitty guy that goes up to him and goes, "Hey, what if I was the last guy on earth? You'd have to date me." And she's like, "No." You know, it's it's expressing that free will that you can fight. You know, you don't have to say yes to bullshit. I think he ultimately is wanting acceptance from these people that were um, influences in his life at some point. Obviously, they influenced him because he went through all this this big charade to get them there. I think that these people influenced him and stuck with him. So he is wanting some type of acceptance. And the only way he knows how, because it's how he's made himself, we assume he forces things. He wants something, he gets it. He wants their acceptance. And, you know, usually when somebody wants acceptance and affirmation from people, they want it willingly. He's okay with forcing them to want to stay there. Well, I was going to say, they also talk about how when you start, let's say you're, you become a millionaire, billionaire, your troubles will dissipate. Your troubles will go away. And I think money, he thinks no that because he's, no yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because he thinks he's a millionaire, yeah, everything's going to be hunky dory. And life doesn't work that way. You know, people people, you know, have free people will. that are affected. Yeah. What's that? 
people have free will. I mean, they exactly. you may oh, not yeah, be able yeah. to buy everybody and everything. Yeah, I think too people, that this people one don't forget. So no, I think too that this one kind of because he comes off like a guy that was never told no, mm-hmm. and whether however he had his money, whether he was you know whether it's an old money scenario or if he made his made his way in the world or whatever. Clearly, he's the kind of guy that has rarely been like denied anything he wanted or at least as of late but those points that did really stuck in his craw and the fact that he wasn't able to get away with it on everything it money doesn't solve all your issues yep exactly i mean like i said i i don't fault the actors because i think they all do a pretty competent job of portraying the characters they are i just think this is a, a failure on the script writing level i think i think you know at, at this point you're starting to see episodes written by Ross Shelley where either he is burning out or he is losing steam on the fact of what he wants to write about. And this just feels like one of those episodes where he has a particular purpose of what he wants to say, but I don't think he says it well or says it interestingly enough. And you see that. I don't think, he had, how... yeah, I don't I mean, think he had the time to effectively, sure. well, the way it's set up at least with these three people in this scenario I don't think he had time to effectively set up and say what he was trying to say with the setup that he's given. Could the story be told differently in 24 minutes? Probably. I don't know. I'm not a writer, but um, I, I do think that given more time to explore some of these individual things and people and stuff like that, I think maybe this could have been interesting, but it just ultimately, I like the idea. I like where they were going with it, but it, well, just, here, it seemed here's... a bit shallow like they didn't have time <clears throat> yeah here, it feels here, more some... like a psa than anything else like hey yeah you know that, that it feels it, so like rushed it... at least as far as the character that they built here in this episode i don't think that that character would have he wants to be in the room oh yeah he wants to yeah. be there and he needs to be there yeah that's what this whole thing is him. he wants to be there and he expects to go in there and tell them this and then break down and start begging him and you know, these were the three people in his life who didn't, and they didn't, they told him no, or they told him you're wrong, at least. They didn't give him what he wanted, and uh, he wants to break them down, so he wants to be there the whole time. I feel like this is like they're having a therapy session, and I don't want to watch an episode about therapy, or an episode There's another about... episode about therapy I'd like to point out real quick. <laughs> um... <laughs> but at least that has a decent fun ending. Or not really fun ending, but at least, you know, a decent ending compared to this one. Jacob, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so. I don't know. I mean, like, it, this episode is just, it doesn't really offer much in the way of the Twilight Zone outside, of, as we've always said, the ending, which is really not that great to begin with. But, I mean, you have stuff in here where he turns on, like, the, the sound effects of fake, you know, radio messages to try and scare him. But I, they I, see him turn where... them on too. Yeah, he like goes. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and they like watch him do it, and they're like, oh. "It's like you just saw him turn that shit the fuck on." Um, well, the thing that's also weird is they they like the the radio message is going off, and then it goes to commercial, like right in the middle <laughs> of the conversation. It's like what? Is, what? And now from what our sponsor, Tide. Exactly. <laughs> World's gonna end, but watch them close, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. For clothes as wide as your bones post you uh, post radiation. Yeah. And while you buy your Tide, buy your Maytag washer and dryer because <laughs> you need to wash them clothes. No, uh, or buy uh, the the oven. Buy the oven with gas propane. Ovaltine, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, 
another crummy commercial uh <laughs> but no but like it, it was so weird it was like and then it goes right back into it this is like they're like oh we we'd rather go die which you know is, is uh, it makes sense i guess I would, it's the know, honorable the, thing yeah well i think it shows how disgusted they are with him just overall he's not changed they didn't like him back in the day whenever they met him and they don't like him now he's no different right. they're saying i would rather die and be with things and people i care about or doing something i care about than spend another minute with you you discussing human being even, well that's even on the drink thing huh yeah that's even on the drink thing he's like hey would you like tea coffee or me and and they're all like ew no thank you <laughs> screw your thousand dollar bottle of bourbon oh i think you said me like like you want no me. i did coffee tea or me oh i think we're saying mead emmy as in myself oh. and i Ooh. you're gonna have a threesome yeah. with a hey, old, baby. Old coffee lady. tea or me <laughs> exactly they one more person they could have had an orgy they could have they, they just went for a foursome so yeah you never uh, go for the contractor. foursome that's true but um i mean well and the, the way that it's listed as a practical joke it's like you went through all this and i think the bunker was built for more than just that but you built put all of this time effort and money into this thing that like in the grand scheme if he had lost like if something there was some like flaw in the building and the whole building came down destroying his reputation or his wealth or whatever that would have been something but I think I mean, people like that don't think of that. That's part no. of it too. People like that don't think of that. They think of what they want, that and that's true. all that matters. I mean, what was the, his I point? Mean, uh, what would he have done had they all just been like, "Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry"? Would he have just been like, <laughs> "He would have been like April Fool," and then it would have been, "Yeah, <laughs> okay, weak, cool. pathetic fools." Well, I mean, we saw what happened you in Black from the Past, Jacob. <laughs> you know yeah. what this episode needs? Joe Dante and uh, Robert Picardo, maybe a little bit of Dick Miller. I think it would have worked. True. John Goodman and well, Dick Miller makes everything better. Uh, Christopher Walken, yeah, Walken walk on in. sunshine. I, Dick More Miller got steamrolled by a gremlin and then uh, was brought back in the second one for some weird reason. So, yeah, because reasons, times. because they know. Exactly. Uh, but there was one line that I liked. It was, I don't think I wrote this down correctly, but it says, No sympathy, so no sympathy can be handed out like bubblegum. I don't know if you guys remember that line at all. That's yeah. a great line. <laughs> Like candy to a child. That's how you see it or something like that. Yeah. And I will say like the whole idea, like, and I know that that probably wasn't the point, but the fact that the guy's name is Paul and you've got like, like the bearer of Paul's. Yeah. The bearer of Paul. Like they're all kind of at the end. I was like, ah, one more bearer of Paul. Um, But I mean, in essence, basically what happens is they, they tell him, you you were never a good person. You did things that were despicable. Let us out so we can open up the uh, cardboard door uh, that looks like it's being. It looks like one of those doors from like Star Trek. Like that's how they like Star Trek borrowed it from Twilight Zone. Might <laughs> have uh, Leonard Nimoy because Leonard Nimoy was in Quality Mercy. That's how they got the doors because he watched this episode or he he was on the set for this episode. He's like, you know what we need for this new space trail show? Doors that are open by humans. But Did they, they have to it. open the doors like an airplane too? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Walk over. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! One of the only um, good jokes from airplane too. But moving on, right? <laughs> but but I mean, like the set of this episode is pretty cool. I mean, it looks like a you know a typical '60s bomb shelter because no, of course, everyone had a bomb shelter in the '60s because they were afraid that 
you know, Cuba was going to bomb us and, you know, they're afraid of the Cold War and all that nonsense. And, you know, uh, John Goodman and his mantis. And, uh, yeah, people were afraid back then in the 1960s. People are afraid now. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems like a much more interesting afraid back in the 1960s than they are now. Now yeah. it's just like, now it's just boring afraid. This is like, oh, God, every fucking day there's something to be worried about. Might back then it's like now back then you get blown the fuck up exactly <laughs> yeah it'd be a and they expected you know, that sitting price. underneath your desk was gonna be save you and stuff oh man i go back and watch i know this yeah. sounds really weird and kind of uh disturbing but i sometimes go back and watch those videos oh, so disturbing and they make me laugh my ass off because it's just like yeah yeah and yeah. over put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye <laughs> basically yeah dude it I, I'm sure you guys went through this in high school or in like school as well. But do you remember having to go out in the hallway and put your hand over the head for tornado drills? It was like, did they really think that was going to protect you? Well, in theory, yeah. you're in a reclined building. If you're not going to die or if you're not going to be taken down by the tornado, you're going to be taken down by the building. No, I know. But it's always funny how like in school they think that like they think the way that it's going to protect them is under a table or putting your hands over your head. Well, where else are you going to stick that many kids? You can't toss them all in a closet. I mean, you could. They make big ass closets. You don't know this trip. Why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Put them underneath bathtubs or something like that, you know? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's like that's what that's what this episode does to you people. It it makes you like question like why they put people under tables and why they uh make you put your hands over your heads do you guys want to is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this episode before the ending like is there anything you want to bring up with like the discussions that they have or you know the fact that they leave him alone did you think he was gonna get trapped in the the bunker like the door's gonna just, close like in, uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know what i thought because there's just not much prior to this interesting ending we're going to talk about there's not much to talk about i think that there was a good or an interesting idea there of this person who, like Trip said, is so used to getting his way and, you know, he can pay for anything. And, and he ultimately brought these people here that told him no in his lifetime to get him to say yes and accept, force acceptance. And then they were like, no, we're not going to do that. It's interesting, but it just goes by so quick. I mean, we have all that time in the beginning when he's setting up and telling us ultimately he's about to play this joke on these people that he clearly doesn't like. And um, then they come in and, you know, we get just a few minutes of each one explaining why they don't like him. And then he tells them you're going to die. So you stay here. And they're like, no, we're leaving. And it's like on to the ending. I'm like, no, okay, that was quick. It just felt so rushed. Like they mm -hmm. put a, it's like they put a bunch of questions out there. They didn't necessarily ask all the questions, but they put a lot of interesting instances and questions and opportunity out there, but they never once really took any of the opportunities that they created. True. Lots of opportunity created and they never, they went nowhere with it. Well, they went somewhere, but we'll get there in a minute. Well, I mean, there, there was a thing that the, the teacher talks about, about the pettiness and rather die with people who are petty. And then she talks about how, you know, she talks about how Paul is like living in illusions and stuff like that and, you know, living in these fantasies. And it's just like I, I was more interested in the fact of how 60s view flat screen TVs. They have, like, <laughs> he has a gigantic TV and it like it shatters in a million pieces when he throws something at it. But like the, the conversations like you're saying, Jacob, are interesting to think about, but they're not executed at all in interesting form or fashion they just feel like here here's a question about you know it, why paul doing this this and this and then they never really like fully satisfy the answer it which makes it kind yeah. of like what 
Every time they open I've their mouth, I, they throw what? something out that's like, okay, here we go. We're getting into never mind, we're on something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you you opened yourself up for all these really truly interesting questions. It's like it was too much. It's like they wrote in all the stuff they wanted to talk about and touch on, but they never touched on any of it. It's like they were like writing and like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I got eight minutes to tie this thing up. Okay, on to the ending. And it's like it just yeah, it it's like, left you a little unsatisfied because it was almost like, what was the point of all this? Right. And I do like when the pre- when he tells the priest that, you know, you would sell your you sell your wife's soul if you had to. And the priest like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you have well, no idea what you're talking projecting. about. You live in a fantasy. Yeah. That's the Absolutely. other thing. Is he, he's projecting his. And you find that with people. People will usually think other people will do these things because that's what they would do. They're like, oh, like you see it a lot with people that cheat and they're always thinking their spouse or significant other is cheating. It's like, well, that's probably because whether you have or not, that's what you do. That doesn't mean everybody. People are like, everybody cheats. No, you cheat. <laughs> not everybody does. That's And he's projecting his feelings because he, that's how he sees the world, because he always gets told yes. Or he either gets told yes or he forces yes. He gets his way yeah. on everything. But with this. He can't force these people to do this. This is the one thing he can't make happen. It's almost it's almost like people in power and money, when they're told no, they they're not happy about it or they're confused by it. It's well, he's like, spoiled. I mean, you pretty much can say this guy's been spoiled his whole life, or something along those lines has led him to be this way. Yeah, because we get the idea that like whoever this girl was that he whatever he did that led to her suicide, there was no repercussions there. Right. Uh, the whole thing in the army or military where he desert, I guess they said he deserted and caused the deaths of a lot of people. There was yeah. no repercussions there in school. He was, well, he was, he was dishonorably discharged, which I, I don't know. I, I can't speak for now because I don't know, but I know back in the day, like that was, that was a big pretty deal. hardcore. Yeah. It still is a big deal, but I think to this guy with money, Oh no. Well, that, that, everything. He didn't do any time or any, you no. know, have anything that affected him personally. And the school well, thing, that would have been, um, an interesting thing if you had just one person with him, like did like, like a two two person episode where you brought like a family member in, like let's say the the mother or father, and you brought him in, or you brought in somebody, and they had discussions about Paul's character and stuff like that, and they kind of show you a little bit about like him deserting the military or him doing something of that nature instead of bringing three people in, because like you said, it's an overstuffed episode of people that really don't get enough time to uh, tell their story. And it's just kind of small snippets of like, oh, you had someone commit suicide. It just, it feels like there's too much going on for 24 minutes, which is weird. They packed too much in there and they didn't have time to pay any of it or much of it all. I did like the idea. And I thought like you mentioned the um, performance. Hell, in all honesty, the overall episode, I don't think is, I don't think the, from a technical standpoint, the episode is executed badly. Performances are fine sets everything is fine nothing's it's not terrible it's just not very remarkable either there's just not much to work with yeah especially after like nothing in the dark where it felt like a interesting story for two characters in a room i think the back there's too much to work with and it's unfocused it doesn't know it doesn't ever work with anything it just puts a lot of stuff out there and then ends in a really kind of bizarre way yeah i mean if, if it left there where you know he was he, they left up the room and he went back into the 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 bunker and the door closed behind him leaving him stuck there with no way out i think i would have enjoyed that i think that would have been an interesting kind of oh my god that's effed up type moment but they do a a thing at the end of this episode which makes 
me question anything about like what was the purpose of this episode and it would have been actually that would have been kind of interesting if like you know the bomb really did go off and he walked out and like it was kind of his you know if it had been placed in like a different episode but he walks out and like a bomb is going off okay you never really all of a sudden he's in uh time enough at last (laughs) yeah it's like yeah over there's uh henry bemis and he's he's like crying he's like do you have a pair of glasses and he shoots himself i mean just uh, it's weird but then it like reverts to him uh where he finds like some object and then it reverts to him in like new york city he's like crying on this on the edge of like where i guess it's where he where he lives or his building or his company and like a police officer comes up and calls him mac and he's hey, like mac, gone mac, insane mac. like <laughs> at what point was he ever like mentally ill it just it doesn't make any sense and like he's crying like what the hell can somebody explain to me what that he's like limited his own fantasy like nothing makes sense about this ending at all well that's a i i I like what you said a second ago i think it would have been a much better ending if they had tweaked a few things like instead of us knowing that it was a a joke the whole time or maybe i mean even if we know it's a joke whatever if they come down there and he does the whole same routine but it was more focused on you know hey you guys like it was you guys stay here and then they say no we're not it's not worth you know uh, we have free will to say no to you. We don't want our life and our loved ones and the little bit of time we have with them is more important than spending time with you. And then they left and he was just down there and, you know, the bomb went off. So he was just alone. And like the bomb actually did go off. I think that would have been a more interesting. I think that that should have been the twist that they were going to say no. And uh, instead, we got this thing where, like you said, he goes outside and he the, the bomb went off for real and like the world is destroyed, but it's actually in his head. And he's like, it just stays there like he's just stuck in this weird nightmare hallucination thing. And it's I don't know. It didn't really that didn't land with me because I guess it wasn't just for a second. It was like it wasn't like he, oh, he came to and he was like, oh, it was a fever dream. No, he like apparently is just going to be there forever. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's I would. Yeah, it's I almost like God. God. I was just going to say, I think he was his ego. Like, you know, that um, Rod Serling talks about that single mindedness. And I think that he was so shattered by the fact that he couldn't turn these three people and given the choice between life and death, and they chose to die rather than be with him, that probably, I think what they were going for was it destroyed him, like inside, outside, whole nine yards. I get that. But the way that they presented it. Oh, I I agree. It wasn't, well, it wasn't, there was a lot of ways you could have taken this. And I, the, the ending was i would have rathered him stay down there like as you know you see him like break the glass or the tv and you see him knock the uh the radio down that he had turned on and he still hears the sirens signifying because what we think in that moment is that's the first twist is that oh the bomb actually is going off i would have liked it better if he just stayed down there he's like oh the bomb's going off and you see him like oh my god i can't it actually happened and he was just down there like Pretty much the same thing, kind of going crazy, like, holy shit, it happened, and locks himself down there. Maybe show him, like, lock something and be like, oh, I got, I'm going to live down here for now on or whatever, you know, better than that. But then it goes up and you see that, maybe you see it for just a second, like this wasteland, but then they do some type of transition that shows, no, it didn't really go off. He's just living in his head. Because being down there in a bomb shelter and all that stuff, yeah, if you're crazy enough, I guess you could see that. But it's the fact that he's just up there on the street and he just sees it, this total fabrication of life, just really didn't that didn't land yeah for me and that creepy like like 
fountain thing? What the hell was yeah, the what was that? fountain? Looks yeah, like, like a bomb already went off juice on or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe he was just upset because you know the pen was blue or something like that, or I heard it was a man. I mean, I I don't I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it it it's just weird because like. Maybe his maybe the simple fact that like he expected a different outcome that he didn't get affected him mentally, but it just it never really it never really moves to that that conclusion. It just feels like he gets upset and all of a sudden he's just like imagining himself in the a bomb going off. It just there there could have been much more justification to him getting his comeuppance than what we got in this episode. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, it's just not well executed. yeah, people. I mean, to. I've been re- as you guys have been talking. I was looking up some reviews, and people are, are think that the ending's kind of good. But I'm like, is it though? Is it like it, it just there are endings in the series which are like trans uh, transcendent, and then there's episodes like this that don't justify its ending at all. It just it bothers me. So like, you uh, stay uh, in the bunker. Degree. Yeah, yeah. Kind of Maybe like somebody goes down there and it. sees him like see some dead or something like that because he just couldn't handle it or something something like yeah. would have made more sense than what we got here kind of like the lady from last week where she thinks everything outside is just crazy and insane but she's inside of her place and she's envisioning the world in her own way but not actually seeing it that way you know what i mean could have been something like that that i could have gotten behind but yeah that's not what we got no guy crying in front of a beetlejuice statue beetlejuice is a cigarette <laughs> yeah it, it was a it was a smoky guy from beetlejuice the one with the Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> Want a light? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the end of the episode. Like, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this episode? I, I think this is a really disappointing episode. Like, I like you know I know Jacob, you had we. I mean, we eventually came to a conclusion that we enjoyed last week's episode. But you gotta admit, like last week's episode compared to this one, like is a huge step down. I mean, like way step down from last week's. I I know you well, enjoyed last week's, it, was last cohesive. week's episode. Yeah, that, I mean yeah, they, exactly. I mean this one. This was cohesive. It was just not the the ending really did it in. I'd already thought on the way to the ending that this was a bit rushed and they didn't capitalize on nearly as much. It just needed to focus on something, whatever. In 24 right. minutes, you don't have time to have a whole bunch of questions. They didn't focus enough on one single thing. So it was just kind of, I don't know. It felt a little almost aimless. Like what was the point of all this? They didn't spend enough time with one single thing. So, yeah, I'm with you. Last week, while I didn't love that episode, I didn't hate last week's either. I definitely think it was better than this one. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you what, what how this episode should have ended. It should have ended with a guy named Paul transitioning to a different, you know, a different name and plotting to, uh, you know, yeah, take over the world. And, uh, he, you know, he finds out about this guy named James Bond. And, you know, it would be much more interesting. They eventually He's transitioning. <laughs> He's transitioning. <laughs> And then eventually uh, he gets thrown into a smokestack by, uh, you know, by James Bond. You know, that in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair with a cat. Yeah, you know, should have ended yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> hugs? Absolutely. It needed hugs. Yeah. Uh, really, but no, I, I, I mean, did not. The end of this, I, the end of this really did kind of kill it for me. I think same. that they tried. And I, what I was alluding to in the beginning, I understand why they did the end. Because they had like a triple end. I guess you could say the fact that the people left twist twist ish because you i mean you know the, they chose death but on their terms instead of life on this guy's so that's something i suppose not the big twist but then you know the bomb actually went off that's the big twist but i think the twilight yeah. zone at that point I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like well we got to do something else why because people are expecting the twist 
So when we had that twist that the bomb actually went off, I think people will be expecting it because we're the Twilight Zone. This is our third season. They expect that kind of thing. So let's throw them for a loop. And, oh, it's all in his head. When I think that people would have been okay with that twist had it had more meaning. Because there doesn't seem to be a lot of meaning behind any of the, well, maybe the twist of the people leaving. But we don't get a lot of meaning out of the ultimate twists of this episode. They're just kind of there to be there. Yeah. They're there to confuse you and make you go, <gasps> and it, it, it well, does not do that. I will say this, Jacob, you know, with this being a triple ending, do you think the, the finish was completely disappointing? So his comeuppance was uh, a little short. The finish, the finish wasn't great. Well, the thing is that none of them. So we got him going crazy and that's kind of Pretty where it's at. Yeah. Like it didn't matter whether he was like actually in a nuclear wasteland or not. You know, he's still sitting there in the same space. It's not like he got up and went, hey, you know what? I, I guess I'm all that's left. You know, I've, you know, yeah, it was. She, she was like, yeah, I guess he was expecting like they get, them to get their comeuppance, you know, because they, they just, you know, I don't know. It, 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 yeah. 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 They, it just, it, the episode just didn't finish out properly. It was. Oh, uh, it did, it's not even that. It didn't. A little, a little, out. little uh, limp, I guess you could say. Properly, yeah. period. It, and it's frustrating because I what I think was the idea behind it was a good idea. I was cool with it. Yeah. I, I, I was okay with the setup, but they just didn't go many places with it. I wish they had focused more on the him wanting these people's acceptance, however he got it. He didn't care. And them saying no. That should and that was a part of the episode, but it was like there was all this other stuff. You thought they were gonna go there. They just need to focus on that. In 24 minutes, you need to focus on something, make it happen. If you look at the best episodes there are, it's because they focus on one single thing. Yeah. Look at Monsters are due on Maple Street. That one, there's a lot of shit that can happen in a situation like that. And they could go all these different ways with it, but no, they focused on that mob mentality aspect of it all. And that's where they or or his mass hysteria. They focused on that, and that's what made it a great episode. They didn't focus on all the other stuff that could happen in a situation like that. They had 24 minutes. They focused on that. They made it right, and it was a great episode. This one, there's a little, like, they didn't really know. They wanted to focus on too much. I think he had a lot to say, and he didn't have enough time to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Should have waited until yep. next season. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Four. Oh, God. See, we're getting so much closer to that season. Which is, this could have been... And some people are like, well, if you make it longer, maybe it loses something. It gets boring. I do think that the questions that are posed here could have been interesting over time. You could have had these little discussions with these people and them explaining who this man is and what he means to them. And maybe had like a little game of cat and mouse between them as to who he is right now and played a little bit longer with the fact of them having to come to, you know, grapple with the whole idea of death. Because admittedly, they do just kind of straight up all three of them. Not one of them doubts it. Hey, we're we're you're gonna die. Bomb's about to go off. All right, see ya. <laughs> you know, it's like never once are one of them like that sucks. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> we're about to all die. Damn it! <laughs> Nobody even for a moment considers it or even seems phased by it. They're just like, eh, it's Wednesday. Well, it kind of right, feels right. like they were like if they were you know forcibly taken from their homes or threatened or whatever it might be they're taken to this place that they don't want to be they're confronted with this guy that leaves a bad taste in their mouth you know both 20 years ago and now yeah i I don't i don't think i don't think there's any reaction other than to be just disgusted it's like well i'm 
it's like when you get that point with that with people you know it's like i'm fucking done i'm not dealing with you i just i have no fucks to give and i feel like that's kind of where all of them were at yeah and that that i can absolutely get behind that and i think that is right you're right but i don't think and i think the well i think the episode told us that and i can gather that from the episode just in watching it without trying to dig too deep into it i don't get that feeling oh no i mean like i I say it's badly it's not well done yeah they needed to lean into that a bit more yeah once again that goes to focus they didn't really focus on anything they just put the people in the situation they were like nope and then it was over and it's like you had a good setup here you had something interesting yeah it's the uh unfortunate nature of things that go wrong in episodes is uh, i don't know it's all that Uh, needs to be said that's there's not much more to say on it i mean i i I know it sounds like i'm like trying to move on i just it's just not a very good episode. We, I mean, we could talk about it for hours. There, there are bits. Like... There are bits that are good, but the overall yeah, it's terrible. No, it's just it's. Like, I don't it's think like, it's. Yeah. You do this when you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Next? It's just kind of mid. Yeah, as the young kids yeah. say now. Exactly. Is that what everything? It is unbased. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm getting. I get confused when people talk now because I'm like, wait, what? You say sus? Like what? What? I'm getting old. I'm very getting sus. old. You're very I'm, sus. I'm like. I, yeah. Right. I'm I'm like uh uh what's her face? Jamie Lee Curtis and Freaky Friday. I'm old. So Yes, you are. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, Jacob closes out the narration. Okay. Mr. Paul <laughs> Raiden, a dealer in fantasy who sits in the rubble of his own making and imagine he's the last man on earth, doomed to a perdition of un unutterable loneliness because a practical joke has turned into a nightmare. Mr. Paul Raiden, Paul Bear, at a funeral that he manufactured himself in the Twilight Zone. That really is there the thing. Go. He sabotages himself above yeah. everything else. Look at it. Good ideas. There were some interesting ideas and in the setup. There was good here. It just, they didn't. Yeah. They did, Well, for me, at least, they didn't do much with it. Or not. They weren't, they weren't effective at doing it. Because I even think that the whole idea at the end... Of ultimately, it's hey, I, how are you gonna pick, you know, death over time with me? That's how fucking piece of a shit you are. We don't want to be around you. We're out. So like, it, that's the idea, and I like that idea. I just don't think that they said it. I got it. I understood it. It just didn't really yeah. land very well. They didn't go into it enough. But exactly, whatever. can't win them all. Yeah, Jacob, I'm I'm a little disappointed in you when Why? you said Mr. Paul Raiden, Paul Bear at the funeral. They manufactured himself in Mortal Kombat. Should have said it, Jacob. Disappointed, Jacob. I don't have the audio set up for that. No, you you (laughs) gotta do it live. Fuck it, do it live. Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Thank you. I'll edit that in. Uh, uh, Techno syndrome sound over it. (laughs) Uh, So, anyways, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's a pretty disappointing episode for the most part. So, (laughs) yeah, it could be a lot worse. It could be two foot windows and. You know, mm-hmm. for chance to drink. I don't know. Uh, yeah, two foot windows. It could, it could be trash cans. You know, you don't know. Ooh. You don't know. Uh, she could so be listening. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that said, that is season three, episode seventeen. One more Paul Bear. Uh, let's do it. Let's go into the last segment as we always do, which is the Twilight Zone ranking list, the greatest ranking list ever, because I said so, and you will have uh words with me, and I will send you down to a shelter and. Make you watch videos of, uh, I don't know, things with people and dogs, you know. Send you into a shelter and 
deformed woman that I've kept down there her whole life. With giant bottle try and feed you like she you're her baby. <laughs> you're a weird guy, uh, Ace. <laughs> or, or turkey or, or turkey baster, you know. Uh, I'm gonna say that Triv has not seen Barbarian. <laughs> I haven't, but I've seen the baby. Same basic concept. Baby. baby. Anyway. BB. Seen you, baby. Uh, Louis man. So where is this going? Uh, number one, twenty-seven. <laughs> uh, I think this is below. Where's everybody? The what? Where's everybody? What number is that? Seventy-three. Damn. Seventy-two. Uh, yeah. 72. Damn. What about you, Trip? Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, yeah, I didn't think it was that. That I don't know. I'd have to look it around it, but I didn't think it was gonna be that low. That's where I'm just that's the starting point. Talk me out of this. Talk me off this cliff. And no, no, I don't have a motorcycle trip. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, generally, and this is me being a sadist or masochist or whatever, but do it. I do appreciate the fact that like an asshole gets his comeuppance. Like I appreciated that. Even if it's not the most ideal um story, I would put it at sixty-eight. Ooh, why don't you just go for the sixty-nine? What's wrong with you? Well, 69 is Mighty Casey. I can't touch that. But she said. Long live Walter. So you think it's. I think it's better than Walter Jameson. What? Oh, okay. I, see, I yeah, think it's worse than Walter, Walter Jameson. Jameson. I think Walter Jameson has much more interesting structure than this episode. Walter Jameson is a bastard. So is so is Paul. Man, Reed. she hates that episode. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the end of that episode. I think this episode is worse than Dust. I think this episode is worse than the episode before Jacob came out called Judgment Night. Ow. Uh, I got issues with Judgment I, Night. That thing's a sloppy-ass mess in the end. Like, you guys at the end, I was like, wait, what? How did, what, what happened? How did we get here? Maybe I missed something. I don't know. Is it is it because this is because there's no tea in the episode? It's all coffee? Yeah, uh-huh. that's that a problem. It, that's exactly what it yeah. is. Um, I don't think it's as bad as Judgment Night. I at least, I mean, I understood this one. I wasn't ever like, what is happening? I was just like, why is this happening? Um, but I got it. I thought it was a weak ending. Um, in that area there, I would say. I think 60 millimeter shrine is better than this episode. I'd say 70. I could see wait, that. No, wait, 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 wait. Duh, hang on. I'm looking at the wrong number. Thing about machines. Ooh, yeah. I didn't care for that one. Dust? Which one was dust? The That's father, the guy gets hung in the end, and the rope breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this one more than this one. Held my attention more than that one. That one was kind of tough. Yeah, I'd say I'd say set for me. I'd say seventy, but that's where we, we're all around the same. I think spot. I think that's fair because Mighty Casey was more entertaining than this one. I like the Mighty Casey. It's no, not I, like classic Twilight Zone, but I mean, I it's enjoyed fun. my time with it. Yeah. I like the little oil thing that was on the bed behind him. I think that was cute. <laughs> that was cute. He was goofy. But Nick, you're saying lower, huh? Yeah. Uh, number 76. 76? No. So you think it's worse than the a thing about machines with the car that drives the guy into the pool or whatever? I mean, it did. It did. Imp- or it did uh, uh, the, do the, the whole razor. Christine thing. Yeah. Wasn't that the one with the razor that was like... It was, yeah. (laughs) That was so bad. Um, Yeah, I guess this would be better than Think About Machines. 
Uh, Judgment Dust Night, man. Really, Dust is a really boring episode. At least Mighty Casey's funny. Yeah, Dust was. That's funny. why I, that was my point. Dust is just kind of boring. Why do we have long live Walter Jameson so high? Episode I don't know. You just said you liked it. I was kidding. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. It was the end that I didn't like. I thought the end was. It was a piece of shit in dust. my book, but that's me. Wait, this is <laughs> the latest. Um, Which was the latest of the hour? Do I need to rewatch Judgment Night, by the way? Because I just remember that ending being No, terrible. you really don't. I remember yeah. the end being like terribly terrible, like just. Not making any sense. Almost on the level of the trouble with Templeton. Like what? What just happened? See, I feel like the trouble with Templeton was a lot more confusing. Judgment oh, Night was. was pretty straightforward. It's just until the it, end, it, it did a really random jump. Yeah, in the end, all of a sudden, the people that were on this one thing now they're Nazis or something like that. I can't remember. No, just the one guy, just the 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 guy that yeah, he's reliving his like life. He's like reliving the time over and over and over. It's like he's in hell and he's forced to live on or be bombed by the boat that he captained. But it's different. Oh, okay. maybe I just missed that. I don't know. That's okay. Oh, uh, okay. Like, this so of the hour was the one with the, the hour robots. Fucking awful episode. I put this above the lateness of the hour. At least lateness of the hour is the uh first video. It was a tape one, yeah. Yeah, you know, with the yeah with the woman who like the daughter freaking out and she ends up being a robot, a robot. You know, it's like yeah. God, it's so bad. You put this but, like I like Mister I like Mister Denton on Doomsday. Actually, it's not a bad episode. It's just like a mediocre. Then go episode. between sixty six and sixty seven. Then if that's the case, I shot well, an arrow into the air. Which that way it's that? above. That way it's below Denton, but above lateness. Is that shot an arrow into the air, the one where they're slowly disappearing, or is that the one where they're in the desert? I think so. Wow, we've got that all the way down here? I didn't think that was a terrible Is that or it's sky opened? I don't remember which. Shot an arrow into the air. I think that's the one where they end up in Reno in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I didn't hate that one. I mean, Yeah, yeah. It it just, I don't know. It's like when he kills his partner. Maybe it was just like an episode that we just... Well, and two, you have to remember that like you know even then there was a fair amount of episodes and stuff just kind of gets put random places sometimes i mean this is a season one that was episode one. 15 so yeah yes yeah, that was fr- like, i remember that right after the... you came on yeah yeah damn we said that i shot an arrow into the air was worse than big tall wish i didn't like big tall wish i appreciate what big tall wish was trying to do in the real world but just the episode itself on its own i didn't like that yeah. one. Oh, here here's the question know? is this episode worse than the passerby Man, that was a boring fucking episode. <laughs> it was boring and stupid. I liked 22 better than this. And Midnight Sun. When did you use the one uh, with the airplane? Yeah. Where it's like the the morgue keeps calling her name and yeah. airplane more, explodes. We're, we're Midnight more, Sun. Honey. We just yeah. watched that not long ago, didn't we? Yeah. That was the last episode with Dan. What's the thing in that one? Um, uh, Where like 22? it reverses. Or... Which one? Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Oh, Midnight that's the one where it's like really hot. Where she's painting. Yeah. 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 I like that one more than this one. I think that one has that. It, it's not the strongest in the world, but it's more consistent. So the end is a little. Right. Yeah. Ho hum. Put this above right. Passerby then? Yeah. I did like this, but the Passerby is so boring to me. Yeah. I'd agree. All right. So that sounds good. Number 62. Yeah. She's like, I just want to get out of here. She's like, I'm exhausted. I, I got to make my transition to corn. Uh, is that good with you, Jacob? Yeah. We're we're gonna question this like a year from now. We're like, why did we put that so far down? 
I mean, if that's the case, then let's put it back down by dust. No, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> we're, we're going to get to season four. We're going to be like, why is everything so terrible? <laughs> Actually, there isn't. The second part of the, or the first part of the list. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, that's a good spot. I think I was thinking like I, I mean, I would have put it lower, but I think when you think about it, it's like yeah, you know, sure, that sounds it's not the worst, so, but it just has a terrible ending. That's all. So is season five like a return to form then for the Twilight Zone? Yeah, no, yeah. like it, I mean, it's a return There's to form in the stuff. fact that we're twenty minutes. We're gonna be happy it's twenty minutes because our podcast won't be six hours long at that point. But I like we get to episodes like you know the. Was it ten thousand feet in the air or whatever? Well, Trip's gonna be angry eyes. Sorry. Uh, no, you're. I'm, I'm looking forward shocked. to season three or four. It should be interesting because <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, we've gone all this and we've gone over a year, and I'm hearing about how god awful it. Hell, we've we're. Well, no, we're not coming up on two years, but we're like a year and a half into this thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Actually, podcast. no. How when is no, the two year anniversary? Next month will be. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> sorry, Trip. I know you want to get out of here. Let me uh, just look this up real quick. I'm sorry, Trip. I popped it. Fine, it's fine. Please don't hate me. I've been up since five. I'm exhausted. So I want to say I started in like a September or something like that. So you guys must have started around August. Yeah, I think so. July, August, something like. That. I think August. Because I was on episode nine or ten. Well, I started on ten or eleven. Uh. First episode was posted September 6th, 2021. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, so, where was this? Shit, I just, sorry. Uh, new number 62. 62. Uh, 62. Uh, new number Ooh. 62 is uh, One More Paul Bear. Number one is I, the Beholder. Number 82 is The Trouble with Templeton. The next episode is Dead Man's Shoes, season three, episode 18, directed by Montgomery Pittman. Uh, written by Charles Beaumont and Oki Rich. Uh, stars Warren Stevens, Richard Devon, Joe Marshall, and Ben Wright. I hear nothing but bad things about this episode. So we look forward to not talking about this episode next week. So yeah, <laughs> look forward to not talking about this episode next week. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, uh, with that said, we're going to head out into the open space as we cry about our past transgressions and uh, wave it to the blue yonder. Triv. As always, you're awesome. You have great content. We have, I know eventually you, you and I have a collab that's going to show up here soon. But, uh, you know, if not, we will miss you next week. But we will be glad to have you as soon as you come back. Wish all the best for you for your Thanks. transition. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> you are going to give people the uh, wrong idea about this shit, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Riff. we give we give people the wrong opinion uh, hypothetically all the time. We're with so. you. Oh, thanks. That that makes me feel great. Uh, no, no, honestly, gonna be better. hard enough. Damn it, <laughs> Trevor will be hard. Trust me, she'll be able to be Jesus hard. Jesus so. Christ. No, anyway, anyways, <sighs> all honestly, Trev, we'll get we'll we'll look forward to having you come back in a couple of weeks, hopefully. So, with that said, you have content. It's in a theater right now. Where's uh, that located? Ah, uh, you can find me on here on YouTube. Nothing really of note other than um collab with with uh nick coming up here hopefully this next week uh it'll, we'll get it posted yeah that, that's that's kind of it excellent jacob you're not transitioning but you are uh close to releasing some new videos here soon uh where's that content located i mean youtube retro jkxy and it is coming i this is becoming kind of a thing <laughs> that i say on this these episodes every week coming this week it will be coming this week i promise it starts episode one friday 
you're watching this on Monday when it releases this Friday on my channel. Go watch episode one of my new series. Yay. Yeah, Jacob committed to it. He will be coming soon. I think I committed to it last week too. (laughs) (laughs) For real this time. Uh, Yeah. Had some stuff going this week. So, anyways, with that said, I'm at Movie Emporium where I hold all my content, including Mission Possible reviews with uh, Triv over here, uh, Indiana Jones reviews with Jacob below me. And uh, that's what she said. Yeah, right. Audio feeds, Anchor, SoundCloud, uh, Audio Boom, all that good stuff. Rate, subscribe, please do, because we definitely want your opinions, hypothetically. Uh, So, yeah, there you go. Uh, That's another episode concluded of The Twilight Zone. And for myself, Triv, and Jacob, we'll see you guys next time in The Twilight Zone. Peace out. Bye-bye.